0: So, welcome, Ken Doolittle. How you doing? All right. Good. So, I'm here with Ken, my friend, musician, and the objective of this podcast is to talk about music, uh, and we're going to listen to a bunch of different things and talk about them. Um, the genesis of this podcast is thanks to you, Ken. Right. You were listening to um, to the, the one I did with uh, Thierry. Taz all about different kinds of rock and roll and progressive rock and everything. And it's very in depth. And yeah, and you made this comment very valid, like you're talking about Pink Floyd and the Rolling Stones and all this stuff, and you're not listening to it, which is kind of weird, right? Well, he had so, some
1: very specific things to say about some of the music, so it would have been, uh,
0: I thought, illuminating. For him to, to actually... Play it, play it for you. Right. So you hear, yeah, hear it, right. Like, oh. this is what I mean, right? Got it. <laughs> so that that comment led me to think about it. I thought maybe we could come up with a way to do that. So we've we've got a procedure where you know we've chosen three songs each that are connected to each other so i chose one and then you chose one back that um that in, reminded in, 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 me in response in response right How, is that one positive
1: way? or negative or yeah
0: yeah well something like you would listen you listen to my suggestion and that made you think of something so then you sent me that and then i would do the same thing i would get your thing and yeah. and respond with something else so yeah. we've got the procedure is um, we're going to start doing that like we're going to go through those one by one. First, um what i'll do is um what i'd like to do with each one with uh, i've got some notes on this is Introduce some of the things that I want you to try and listen for, and maybe our listeners to listen for, and then after the song is done, we can you can comment on those. And we can All right. Talk about that.
1: So you'll point stuff out to me to, uh, prior where, to where, where I should put my ears.
0: Yeah, that's right. it's sort of the prime prime you and prime the listeners a little All bit. Right. I thought that might be helpful instead of afterwards. Then they're tr- you know people are trying to remember what they just heard. It's kind of like was it like this? Was it right. Like that right? Yeah. Okay, but before we get to that, um, just just talk a little bit about yourself. You're a musician and some of the things you have done and you are doing. I just wanted to give you that opportunity. Well, I started playing music uh, sort of uh,
1: informally with some friends back in the 80s. We had a sort of a kind of a punky band. Uh, and... Uh, uh, I guess if you're gonna have a punky band, you need a drummer. So I got tasked with playing the drums. Although I had played bass before that and guitar, some guitar, but uh, I got tasked with playing the drums. We found a real cheap kit that we all, you know, could uh, extend with some pots and pans and stuff like that because it was like a.
0: Two, nice two-piece kid or something i forget what it was but you don't do need- remember we had a pot for a for a tom you don't need uh, much actually a no. good drummer can beat on a snare and I was a- not a good drummer. Okay, right. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, not a good drummer but uh that's funny.
1: so yeah uh I started playing music uh back then i guess uh with a with a group of people and
0: uh and you've been playing ever since, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. On and off, on and off uh,
1: right? in, in the 90s, in the early 90s, a friend of mine formed, a, well, I guess we were a four-piece. Or the Ratchet Orchestra was like a four-piece in 1992, I guess. Like the band I was in, we ran from maybe 84 to 86, and after that, uh, I used to hang with a, a very good drummer very good drummer and he had two kits in his basement and we would get wow. together and play just play and play and play and, that's uh, like
0: the Grateful Dead. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. that the Grateful Dead were like the only band that they had two drummers. That was like one of the things they Allman did. Allman Brothers? The Allman Brothers did that yeah, interesting. Okay. Because it's a very unusual thing to have... Drum- like guitarists, that's very common. Sometimes even bass players and singers, they'll go off each other. But drummers, it's very rare. So yeah. what was that experience like to, to play with uh, them?
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> it was fun, but uh, he was very... He was good and he was loud and like sweated a lot
0: <laughs> but did you learn
1: a lot from him i like never you're... tried to learn anything no. technical ever i just okay. made the sounds i wanted to make that okay I could, that i could make uh, wow and so i never I, mean, I should have but i never did ask him how to do you know paradiddles or any anything technical i've never uh, had a technical uh Education in any kind of music,
0: but were you trying to copy him? No, no. you. Just, no, he was we did not sound that. the same at all. Okay,
1: yeah. that's interesting. And so right. we would just play these, okay. you know, extended duets, and then we bought a, a four track together, and started doing stuff on the four track. With okay. uh, he had a piano and a trombone and various other stuff, and so we would just make sound on the on mm-hmm. the four track. And uh, I started doing stuff myself on the four track, and then. Uh, I started going to Seja uh, as a mature student and studied film I, I went into the arts and studied film. And so when I went into Concordia, I was more focused on film. I sort of dropped music for a while. Right. right. And in uh, the early nineties, I joined the Ratchet Orchestra, which was just about a four piece at that time. And uh, I've been with the Ratchet Orchestra, it must be 30 years now.
0: So that is your band.
1: The it's not I'm my sure. band. It's well, but, Nick Nick right. is the the bass player and composer. So all the music, uh, unless we're doing some Sun Ra or some Captain Beefheart or something like that, it's all uh, his it's compositions. Original
0: compositions. Yeah, and it's a nice.
1: uh, the band has gone from four to six to eight to <laughs> thirty. It's been more than thirty at times. Now it's six. thirty
0: altogether. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now it's sitting That's around
1: 26. I guess the last gig we did. Last gig we did probably there were about 26 of us. So it's there. like a
0: big band. Yeah. It's a big band. Yeah. I regret yeah. I've never had the chance. I know I've been invited a few times. I know you've had shows, and I've always had something going on. The most recent one was just recently. Last in uh, November, uh,
1: uh, September, 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 okay, yeah. For some reason, I thought That's it was
0: November, gig. but yeah, that was yeah. Martin Deck, is a, uh, a friend of mine, yeah. and he actually came to Montreal. I think it was to see that gig because it was to see his brother play, but I could be mistaken about that. But
1: no, no, oh, you're talking about something else.
0: Oh, pardon me, yeah.
1: Uh, last year, uh, I got together with the uh, – couple of guys, one I didn't know, and uh, one who used to be in the Ratchet Orchestra and was in another band I was in in the in the, the late 90s. And uh, we formed a trio and we've been doing stuff uh, together okay. for about a year now, trying to compose and uh, arrange material working together, just uh, playing and trying to get something
0: Composed, right. and yeah. that's the younger deck who's in that. Bank, yeah, that's a right? uh, Johnny deck. Johnny deck, yeah. right? Because there's, there's like ten of them or something. It's hard to keep up with band. that family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, think I think there's seven. <laughs> something, yes, yeah, like, whatever. Six. You see these pictures on Facebook, it's like whoa, there's six guys, and we only got yeah. six of us, or whatever, right. you know, right or whatever. And
1: so, yeah, and it, and with okay. a trumpet player who's learning how to play keyboard. So we're all sort of uh in this, in that group, in the trio. We're all sort of. uh Uh, or or at least the trumpet player, keyboard player, and myself. I'm playing drums now instead of percussion. it's doing different things, doing stuff we don't know how to do. Okay, is,
0: well, that's always the best way to do that's This podcast, I don't know what the hell I'm doing most of the time, so that's how you learn how to do stuff. Sometimes yeah, right? uh,
1: original things happen. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, that's one thing I wanted to mention, too, is um, this this particular podcast about music that we're going to do is going to be very drum-heavy. I mean, you're a percussionist and a drummer, I was a drummer. I didn't choose
1: drum-heavy music, did I?
0: No, no, not drum. I don't mean the music is drum-heavy. I mean the discussion about the music might lean towards <laughs> some of that. That at least some of the stuff I noted down. I mean, you know, that okay. I'm thinking, but that, it may not. Right? It's funny. I don't yeah. listen
1: for drummers when I listen to music. It's it's right. remarkable. Now it's starting to try to learn to play the drums again because I never really learned how to play when I was in the punky band. Uh, uh, I'm discovering. Uh, um, I'm listening to drummers that I've listened to forever, like bands that I've listened to forever, and just actually noticing things about the drums that I had never noticed before. Interesting. So, I so guess you're I just don't starting listen to, to do that.
0: That's, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I don't
1: listen to the drums primarily, I guess, unless it's jazz, I guess. Jazz, okay. I listen to the drums. But in rock music, I didn't really pay, pay attention to the drums much.
0: Jazz drumming is so much more complex, typically, when I listen to... Yeah, You know, who's that famous genius of Roach? That Max guy. Roach, yeah. Listen to that guy. Yeah. It's like, boy, yeah. boy, try and keep up with him. See, I was listening
1: yeah. to that stuff when I was in that <clears throat> punky band. Oh, okay, uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Uh,
0: for me, for, for the, those kinds of drummers, this is just probably because I was educated. I mean, when I played drums, I played rock and roll and I learned... How to play, you know, I, I for a couple of years. So like, so when I listen, I mean, I was describing to you off microphone about reggae. When I listen to reggae, I can hear all these things that I couldn't really do. I, it would take me a long time to learn how to do because I actually learned how to play rock and roll drums, as right. a, you know, right? Which is quite different from you. You you seem to just have started playing it by listening to. Um, diff- uh, maybe not so much the rock and roll stuff you were copying. That's but, right. Right? Other types of music? Right? I guess I was
1: more influenced by other types of music than the rock and roll stuff, so it never sounded quite, quite right. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, good. So I'm just going to... What I'm going to do is... We're gonna we're gonna listen to the first choice, um, which is "Open Heart Surgery" by the Brian Jonestown Massacre. That was your choice. That was my choice. Yeah, not, make very clear first, to our listeners. The first, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one you said. Yeah, that's the yeah. first one. Ken would not choose this. <laughs>
1: well, not that tune.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like um,
1: I like other Brian Jonestown Massacre tunes. Right. More.
0: Um. So it's just you know this is listeners are going to hear just to set it up right i mean i'll say a couple things maybe you have a few things to say about it. it's a very dreary song it's very a dreary i mean it's a very sad song and it's a very kind of like you know, there's moaning these, in it there's moaning and lamenting <laughs> uh you know so it's, it's like i thought i would start off with a bang right you know <laughs> kick it off with something that's really going to get the party going right <laughs> but um so, you know, it's it's a song. I, I, I don't listen that much to lyrics, although I'm starting to appreciate them more. I tr- I mainly listen to music first and then go to lyrics. Yeah. But if I listen to a little bit of them preparing for this, and there's a lot of pain about a love relationship of some kind that seems to be, you know, it's gone wrong or whatever. Um, one of the most interesting things about this, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, especially after, is the drums are dragging... In a certain kind of a way, they're it's a, sloppy. It could be sloppy, but what's interesting is they're they're dragging, but the beat is not slowing down. Which I don't really understand no. how that drummer is achieving that. All uh, right, you know, is there anything you'd like to say before we listen well, to it I'll about how to, he, I'll
1: listen to that and see yeah. what? Because I just found them kind of sloppy, and there's a, it's a strange recording. The drums sound a little odd. Uh, the snares maybe are loose on the snare, so it's got a lot of. Sort of, if I remember correctly, it's kind of rattly and it's got a fair bit of ring to it. I guess well, it's a raspy when we, snare. When we listen to yeah. it, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, I I could be wrong about this, but uh, but I'm convinced that it must be deliberately. Like I, I, the, you know, B J M is not the kind of band that would just have a bad drummer. Doesn't is it possible be. he played the drums on that tune? He may have. I mean, it's because he. That does. was my impression. Is that
1: A lot of the tracks might be
0: him. Right. It, it, I mean, that's that's an empirical question that we could probably answer. Uh, you know, maybe put it in the notes about whether who. Who was actually on the drums for that but yeah. but to me it, it's I, I just I would be very I would be very surprised if, if it's just bad drumming it's like I, I think it's done deliberately because of the dreary sound yes the dreariness of it and the dragging of the drums makes it even more sort of hopeless sounding you know but that's it, it, that's my impression again I, I, I could you know it could just be that well, guy I does not have play it, the drums I don't know <laughs> I don't know uh, yeah.
1: well yeah uh I don't know how intentional it is. It sounds—it sounds just a little sloppy. Like maybe uh, um, first take, uh, maybe be. an early take. Uh, it doesn't sound like they. It doesn't. Uh, oftentimes, the Brian Jonestown Massacre don't sound like they went back to redo tracks very often. They just got it down and moved, moved on. on. I mean, good, yeah, you look at how good. prolific that band that's is. True. They put out three, yeah. al- three albums a year for ten years, kind of thing. <laughs> They don't have time to go back, and it's yeah, not important. It's really not, it's not really all that important. It's, it's not. And it doesn't detract from the song. That's right. Like yeah. you say, no, it, it, it contributes to the turgidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's definitely not you know, concept music that is, you know, it's not like Jeff Lynn, you know, the, the, the. No, it's like, not. you know how Jeff Lynn apparently would play the hi-hat on one track, and then he'd play the bass drum on another, he would, right. and then he'd have like, you know, 182 tracks and put them all together, it was like all carefully sculpted, yes. this is like the exact opposite of that, this is well, just a bunch of guys kind of playing together, all bleeding together and kind of, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is arranged, although this is, this one has a fairly spare arrangement, but a lot of their stuff is quite arranged, it's orchestrated but it's it's sloppy and that's part of the aesthetic i it's think is it's designed
0: just, to be it could be i think yeah. so it's yeah. it's just it's that's the
1: aesthetic it's don't uh, you know first thought best thought first take best <laughs> take or 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 no time no time i got i got to get that you know the the sitar part recorded yeah, yeah
0: the, the hurdy gurdy yeah. right you got to play the hurdy gurdy or whatever yeah, yeah well it's, the recorder it,
1: part is i have to do the recorder part
0: cuz i i listen to a lot of them when i'm grading um, exams by my students. I don't know why Brian Jonestown Massacre seems to help me when I'm doing something repetitive like that. Hmm. But I've noticed that, I mean, some of the other tracks, the drums are crisp and bang on, you know, so I, I mean, I would just be very surprised if it was just the guy, maybe he was drunk at that, the guy doing the take, maybe he was pissed or something, so Who it sounds knows? draggy because, it, yeah, it's a Who knows? Pretty...
1: it's, yeah, I'll I'll listen for, uh, for, for what it is. Okay, your,
0: uh... so let's give it a listen. All right. Okay, so we're back. Um, some interesting observations as we were listening. I wonder maybe you want to comment a little bit.
1: Well, I think you're right. The drums
0: drag a little bit, mostly in the fills, but it has.
1: I think uh, the looseness is because of the uh,
0: the snares at an offbeat. Yeah, right? the snares
1: on yeah. the and of four, so it's right before the it comes right before the the one. Uh, Yeah, so it's
0: very unusual. uh, Yeah, on the
1: end of two, and and then the end of four. So he doesn't hit on the four; he hits on the. You know just after the four,
0: which gives it a kind of a lurching yeah there's, there's a lurching nature to that yeah that some note yeah, listeners love, may have loping. Yeah. loping yeah and it's a turgid i've not i'm not sure i'm not that familiar with that word but <laughs> it, it it sounds like it sounds like it's right for like this, dirty right? water yeah 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 okay <laughs> one of the things i wanted that i that occurred to me as i was listening was something my, my father said uh hey dad shout out to my father uh hey there um also well great musician he's a real musician unlike me (laughs) i'm just like a hack
1: you know yeah we were talking about music last time we got yeah yeah but we always talk about music yeah (laughs) whenever i see him we always talk well i i talk this first question is what have you been listening
0: to lately? Right, yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, right. I'm and We talk a lot of music, and a lot of times when he's talking music, I just shut up and listen, because he's actually trained and learned things, you know, from classical stuff. But one of the things he told me when he was giving me one of his amazing, you know, sort of lectures about music was drummers, you know, to hit on the beat, there's a certain window of time. You could think of it like a band or a quadrant. So yeah. it's to be on time, right? So if you... Hit right in the middle, that's one way. If you hit right at the beginning, you can sound like you're rushing, but you won't actually speed up. No, if you're doing it consistently. Right, if you're doing consistently. Play ahead of the beat. Think about Charlie Watts on Satisfaction, right? Is he he playing ahead of the beat on that? I think so, because it sounds like it's rushing. Some people said he was rushing, but how could he be rushing? It doesn't speed up. Right. Right? So he's doing, he could be doing that in that. Yeah. But it could be that's some of what's going on. Because if you do it at the end, it can sound like you're dragging. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and the
1: fills were very uh, straight, very straight, I guess, one, two, three, sixteen, straight. Taka, taka. Yeah, like a slow machine gun. Or like a caveman sound. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Very, taka, taka. So, uh, okay. it has, yeah, it definitely has a... Uh, primitive kind
0: of feel primitive yeah. that's a good yeah. word for it turgid primitive yeah. uh it's and
1: his choice some of his choices too like that, that organ just like droning through the, yeah. whole, through the whole bloody thing <laughs> and uh i was mentioning too, i just noticed it now the guitar line there's like no vibrato on the guitar so he goes ding, ding and it just sits on that no it doesn't move doesn't doesn't uh breathe uh, like or wobble or anything like that so it has a
0: very it's a very strange piece. Think about all those elements strange together. Choices. All, all of them have a depressing quality, right? <laughs> You're yeah. right. It's, so a, it's, the whole, it's an integrated,
1: it's a, a it's integrated,
0: integrated piece music. De- depressing piece of music, right? Yes. As I said, I wanted to start out with a bang, right? Yeah. I wanted yeah. to really uplift people. Yeah.
1: it's it's a it's an integrated it's a piece. You know, you yes. recognize the the intent. Okay, right? there's and, no
0: there's no mistake in the intent. Anything else that you wanted to mention about that? We're going to move on, but just anything in particular struck Mm. you while you were.
1: Well, I was joking about his. uh, His accent. His British accent's coming along fine, you know?
0: That's that's it. I wonder if listeners can hear that because Anton Newcomb is sort of he, he's kind of the the Pete Townsend of Brian Jones. You know how Pete Townsend like directs everything in in the Who, right? He did all the writing right. and everything. musical director, right? So well, Anton, he didn't
1: do all the writing, didn't uh, like well, most Hollywood, of it. Matt Hollywood did a right. fair bit of. But
0: writing, apparently too. he would, according to Taz, In fact, he would he would do all the instruments himself. He would play the drums and he would give that to Keith Moon and then he would. So Anton Newcomb oh, – uh, uh, right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah. Anton Newcomb is kind of like that in B.J.M. Right? He's kind of the the, the power force behind it. So he's American. He's yeah. American. So your your comment's interesting. Is he, is he from L.A.? San Francisco, California. I don't know. I mean, the the band formed in California, in San Francisco, in the nineteen nineties. You know, so it's a great question. How much? I mean, their name is literally Brian Jonestown, which massacre. So it's in, it's obviously a reference to Brian Jones, the the the. The, the stone who died young. He's the he's the stone who went Nova, you know, the, yeah. the great rock and roll story. And the, the similar kind of
1: multi-instrumentalist young. type, one of these guys who, who put a recorder in there and learn how to play, you know, a few lines on the recorder, learn how to play what's necessary for a piece of music, right?
0: According to what I've read about Brian Jones, and I've heard this about James Brown and Prince and other sort of, is that they can they could pick up an instrument that they'd never played before. And after about 20 minutes and be wow, that guy sounds pretty good. You know, they could just figure it out on right. the fly, which yeah. is, uh, by the way, I think James Brown and Prince were probably far superior to, um, certainly Anton Newcomb. Technically Prince is yeah. just incredible. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's in sort of like on a different, Stratospheric level musically, I think.
1: I don't know that I've ever but, heard James Brown playing an instrument. I must have heard it if it's oh, on the recordings, could, but, could, but I've he, never
0: seen him playing an instrument. I mean, right, right. I've only seen. Good, him po- I've seen him playing drums in some videos. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, but, but he, he would
1: surprise me at all if he's a total badass drummer.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he started out on the piano like many in okay. his church. But one of the things that he pointed out, and there's a film "Soul Survivor," which you can see. You know, he would he would be directing his band saying, you know, do it, you know, you need to make it sound like this. He'd be trying to explain it to them and they'd be doing it and he'd be, no, no, no. And he would just kind of grab the horn and go do it like this and just play it like, okay, that's how I want it to sound. You know, it's kind of, okay. Um, So let's move on to this inspired you to send um, Bonnie Prince Billy, which is an artist I'm much less familiar with. I know you're a fan. The track is called strange form of life. Yeah. Um, I'll say a couple of things and then yeah, you, yeah. you can say think? more. I, I liked it. Um mean, I actually it grew on me a lot when I first heard it. I I, I was kind of, Oh man, this is, but then as I listened to it more, more things started to pop out at me. And I understand how you connected the BJM to this too, because it's also a very slow, um, not nearly as turgid. It's or, not, I wouldn't say yeah. it's turgid, but it's, uh. Desolate, desolate. Good, yeah, good. You, you're the king of the words today, man. This is great. Um, and again, he's good with desolate. Yeah, yeah.
1: And And there's a there's a, a certain thing I noticed that works very well for that, which is to have. Uh, well, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll bring. This yeah,
0: up. yeah. Well, it's 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 also sort of slow. It it doesn't have any of the dragging stuff. It's much more sort of normal rhythmically, I would say. I mean, it's also what's some. Interesting- it's pretty draggy, actually. Is it? Yeah, yeah I maybe. Think so. Yeah. Uh, there's not
1: really any. Drums. There's no drums. Right there's, there's, at that's, the that's very it beginning, yeah. it sounds like somebody's using a brush on a snare, but it just sounds sort of like static or distortion. It's very strange. And then afterwards, there's a. I think there's a uh, maybe a wooden drum that somebody's tapping on. I'm, I could be confused. I don't know, one of those
0: clack, what are tongue,
1: they? like a tongue drum. Right. A little, uh, right. like an African tongue drum.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, it it wouldn't like block a... things. That uh, they... Yeah. It's yeah, got like a, it's, right.
1: it's got it's like a box with uh, tongues cut in it. Interesting. And... <laughs> right. Sort of like that.
0: That that must be what inspired me to say that the sort of the lack of dragging is just the lack of snare and all that stuff. Right. right. There's no there's no high hats no nothing like that. No. That could, could... It's
1: all the guitar basically
0: right. driving it. Yeah. It, it's also a duet, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've the noticed many of yeah. the tunes you chose, you chose. Uh, by women a number by women including this one has a woman singing yeah. with um, yeah. I guess his name is Billy is that his
1: name, name is uh, Will Old
0: okay Yeah. is he Scottish
1: is uh, that- no I think he's American he's from a- the from the Maybe the South, okay, or, or the just plains. the name
0: Bonnie because I always oh, associate yeah, that yeah, with yeah, but right. it's just his stage name, I guess. Okay, because uh, uh, in, in, he's in an Scotland actor. he's also
1: an actor. Oh, he is
0: okay. Yeah. So when they say Bonnie, it usually means but pretty, you, pretty, right? Yeah, pretty, yeah. right. Um, okay, so he's he's a, okay. He's so that's that's sort yeah. of interesting. The, the, there's a deep sadness to this song. It's a duet. It's also something about a love, like a, a lost love of some kind.
1: I'm right? not sure what it's about.
0: Yeah, honestly,
1: the words are kind of. Uh, they're about longing, I guess, but I'm really not sure beyond that what it's about.
0: I, I also it's noted down that, that there's um, there's a very sort of, I'm not happy is the wrong word, that's what I put down here, but sort of hopeful and beautiful because it's also about, you know, kissing the lips of this lover, like it's this very beautiful and romantic Yes. thing someone you you've wanted to kiss for years and years and yes. you finally find in that beautiful sensation and right, all this kind of stuff That's right. like i mean this is the opposite of the bjm thing which is just this guy sounds like he's on like methadone or you know, <laughs> you know mixture of fentanyl <laughs> and methadone and his lover went away 20 years ago and he's like william burroughs or something you know?
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so yeah, yeah.
0: i don't know if you wanted to comment on well one thing i
1: was wanted to mention is that i noticed it from listening to his music there's a couple of pieces and then somebody was playing me some music by maybe it was low i'm not sure i'm not sure who the band was but i noticed this certain thing that works very well for if you want to get the the sense of desolation a man singing with a with a wavery voice like with an imprecise voice. And a woman singing with a very precise voice, with mm-hmm. no vibrato, and the contrast between wow, them makes a very weird kind of desolate. There's a desolate quality. There's
0: a complementary desolation that occurs. I don't know like how that. it works exactly. Yeah, but it's, but it's, it's, it's something the that contrast. I noticed in
1: other music and some okay, other music yeah. that somebody was wow. playing for me. It's like, oh, it's that same thing where you got like a, a male singer whose voice is. Maybe pitchy. It's not always accurate. Um, And then an accurate female. And an accurate female voice with like no vibrato, very straight, clean, pure, very. Yeah.
0: That's really interesting. That also speaks to a lot of sexual dynamics between men and women. It makes me think of women being more like in a male female relationship, being the more organized one, and the man being kind of. Oh, that's
1: interesting. You know,
0: that's kind of what just struck me as you were saying it. Like the, you know, but I mean, again, that's very deep um, analysis of that that may or may not be pertinent. But yeah. Okay. Uh, You want to give it a listen? Sure. Okay.